So what's your go-to when you've decided today's a day where I'm not low carbing it? Huh? That's a good question. I've never even thought of that. What? I might have like little. Yeah, I've never really think Wait, about I, that. We're done no. here. I'm not <laughs> talking to you anymore. No, it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. Know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 113. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Happy birthday, America. <laughs> or happy belated birthday. Yeah, exactly. Nobody will be hearing this till Friday. Oh, no. <laughs> you spoiled the surprise. They'll be like, why do you hate America? <laughs> Saying happy birthday late. This is we're doing this last thing before we head out the door on our little uh, weekend getaway. Yep. For the fourth, going to Hannibal, Missouri. Don't be jealous. Woo! Birthplace of Mark Twain. I mean, we really have some crazy vacations. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a quick drive. It is. So that's what we're doing. So we, if we sound rushed, it's because we are. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. So I guess, uh, what do you have in store for people this week? We're going to give people an update on what happened with the Madonna rides, how much money was raised. Uh, we're going to talk about a little outage that occurred this week. We're going to talk about a new collaboration we have. We're going to talk about the All for One ride coming up this week. And we have some, I guess, an update I don't even know what to call this. An ever so slight update. Okay. On the Power Zone pack. And then we have a new feature for M-Pace line to talk about. And then we're going to talk about the second tread challenge. And then this fun, really cool thing that is happening uh, regarding Alex Toussaint. And then uh, something I forgot to mention last week about music that we need to talk about as well. Awesome. Well, that sounds like a whole lot. So Mm -hmm. we should probably uh, get to that. But before we do, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, where you can go rate, review, subscribe. We have a new review. Yay. This is from Mocha Java. I love that name. and I believe that is the leaderboard name. Gotcha. And they say, as the only non-FB user in the Pelo Galaxy, (laughs) I appreciate all of the Peloton news, interviews, and encouragement that I get on the clip out. Always fresh, complete, and passionate, Crystal and Tom provide kind and thoughtful commentary on the Peloton community. Much appreciated. So... Well, thank you, Mocha Java. Yes, thank you very much. So, uh, also don't forget, we're available on Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, stay up to date on things throughout the week. And there's all that. So, I guess let's dig in, shall we? Sure. It's time for News of the Paladin. So, everybody was Madonna crazy this week. We were voguing up the place. (laughs) Well, you were. Yeah, I was. Yeah. There were there were four rides that or four for workouts that you could do. There was a yoga, an outdoor run, a tread run, and a bike ride, and I did all four. And you had to do them between the 27th of June and the 30th of June. And if you did, then $1 per completed workout went to the LGBT Community Center in New York City. It was a great collaboration that Madonna and Peloton did. And uh, I I was very excited to do all four. Awesome. So. I did them. I enjoyed them. They were fabulous. <laughs> so there. Yeah. Well, it stands to reason that they'd be fabulous. Yes. I have to say Maddie Majacomo's was my favorite because everybody had their own spin on how they did it. Uh, but Maddie had the most history gotcha. about uh, about pride, about Madonna and how like she's been at the forefront of pride, the pride movement in general. And um, back, she's back when that was a pretty controversial stance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and there was also like some history about where where pride all started. Um, and so I really, really enjoyed his history. I mean, I think it's no secret that I think Maddie is just incredibly awesome. But uh, that was that was probably my favorite of the four. But they were all great. I also really enjoyed watching uh, Ross Rayburn uh, try to do yoga to Madonna. <laughs> it's really funny to try to stretch and do moves to open your heart. <laughs> he had a whole theme. <laughs> yeah, that could probably be difficult. Yeah. 
he was like, it's going to be cheesy. Just go with it. (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciated that. Yeah, points for owning it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. It made me laugh. And uh, and then how much did they did they raise through all this? They got thirty thousand dollars in four days. I think that's really cool. Yeah, thirty thousand people took four workouts. That's amazing. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, and uh, I think there might have been some confusion on Peloton's part. I know that a lot of people. Use Pride Week as an opportunity to come out And yeah. I think they might have misconstrued that Because <laughs> Peloton had an outage of their own It's a little different, Tom Well, yes, I think they know that now <laughs> Okay, yeah. okay uh, Yeah, yeah, there was On on July 2nd uh, All of the rides and runs seemed to be down And apparently there was like this huge outage With cloud Flare and uh, it was affecting Peloton. Uh, in addition, on July third, there was also a huge Facebook and Instagram uh, outage, which is affecting everything that I am trying to do. <laughs> 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 so it's not just Peloton; it's been out this week. Yeah, it looks like everybody's on a on a mission to be out. <laughs> yeah, well, it is a holiday. <laughs> They're trying to make us spend more time with our family. There you go. And then I guess by the time you hear this, it will have already occurred. But there's an all for one ride one ride run yoga. Yeah. Do you understand what that means? You got to do all three at once. No, no. Do you remember last year they had the big all for one ride and all of the instructors took part in it? Oh, yeah. And they took turns coming out on the stage. Well, they're doing that again. Gotcha. But this time they're doing an all for one ride an all for one run. And an all for one yoga class. Oh, okay. So, so like uh, all five of the yoga instructors will participate in the yoga class. All twelve of the tread instructors will be in the running class, and then all thirteen of the bike instructors, or maybe we're down to twelve. I don't know. But anyway, there will be uh, twelve of those. There will be. All of the bike instructors will be on as well. Now, a big difference between this and last year is they're all on demand. It's not live Okay So people are super upset about that Well it's July 4th They want to take the day off Yeah you know That's what I thought Also there's people That cross over So like Dennis Morton For example He does the bike And yoga Right So like he needs To be in both And so I would think Between vacations You know And actually having Multiple classes That you would need to teach Like it makes sense That they did it on demand But but the energy Was incredible last year When they did it live So I understand Why people are disappointed Because it was cool Right You know Yes they probably could have But I think it was probably Better for our instructors To have some time off too and get rusted and refreshed so but at any rate for whatever reason it's not the same as it was last year and uh, it will be cool to have all three and I'm looking forward to having new content to try while we're out of town although looking at that bike in the hotel where we're staying eek it was pretty janky yeah yeah it's gonna be kind of tough to do a peloton ride on that well, thing Hannibal's probably not exactly a, a <sighs> hotbed of fitness technology I know call me crazy yeah well, we'll see how it goes. But uh, I, I do think the treadmill actually uh, powers a paddle boat. So <laughs> that helps. You got that going for you. Yay. Yeah. And I look forward next year when they do like their uh, Sadie Hawkins ride where like all the all the bike people do the tread and all the tread people do yoga. Oh, that could get crazy. <laughs> you never know. They might do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Should we trademark it? But what would we do? What? But what would we do with it? Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great question. So you've uh, talked about your Stronger You journey. I have. And and we had uh, a little conversation with them. Just to be clear, they are not paying us. No. They did. We're kind enough to give you a free session, but like they, we are not. There's yes. no, no money. But because people had reached out and asked you yeah. about. Questions about Stronger You They gave us A discount code for people Yeah From now In the month of July If you sign up With Stronger You For any session length You can get 10% off So if if it's something That you've been Debating Like do I want to try it Do I not want to try it I know it's expensive Then this might be A great opportunity to do it If you're on the fence Here's a reason to not be Yeah so and you just uh, the discount code is Clipout7 Yep And again It's for July only That is the code So if you feel guilty After your barbecue <laughs> it might be a good time to sign up. Here you go. <laughs> 
And if you have questions and you're not sure about it, feel free to reach out. Like I'm happy to share more details about my experience. And uh, and they also have like a Facebook page and there's like a Peloton Facebook page all about Stronger You. So there is a ton of resources out there if you have any other questions. And Stronger You did ask us to clarify that I am not utilizing the program. They were afraid that if people saw pictures <laughs> of me, that they'd be like, oh, I don't want to use that product or service. That's awful. They did not say that. But uh, but that does remind me that there was one little thing. You do have to be part of the clip out group on Facebook to be able to get the code uh, because that's how they kind of keep track of. Are you actually part of the clip out community? So. Or are you just some coupon clipper that Googles things until you find codes? Yeah. So if you throw it up on like honey, it's not going to work, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we only know that because we do it. <laughs> Oh, and if you forget that code, it is at Facebook.com slash the clip out. So yep. you can go check it out there later if it slips your mind. Yes. So I guess we should give uh, something of an update on Power Zone. I promise you, promise you, this will be brief. Yes. Because uh, we're so bored with this whole thing. Well, we were contacted by PETA <laughs> because for beating a dead horse. And so <laughs> we, don't, we don't need them mad at us, too. <laughs> Listen, the only reason that we are uh, going to address this at all is because it's it's part of the story. And if we feel like if we don't, then we're just going to get we've already been accused that we got things wrong, although we've asked several times what it is we got wrong and we've received zero answer. So uh, we don't want to we don't want anyone to say that we worked fair. And uh, we got we got basically what amounts to a statement from Angie Verbeck. Uh, and in the, the very brief history of this is that uh, I did reach out. And uh, ask her to come on the show uh, Since since I got so much wrong Since Tom got mm-hmm. so much wrong Please come on the show And tell and us what the, we got wrong Set the record straight And we sent uh, a ton of questions over Very, very detailed uh, That's how we do all of our interviews Just to be clear We never We don't like to throw people on You know, the hot seats Like here's Here's all the questions yeah. we have So, um Here is the statement. Thank you for sending the questions in advance. I spent some time reflecting on each question and even prepared a response for them all. However, I want to ensure that we take some time to do root cause analysis on where they are coming from. Our goal has always been to support and encourage the training of those who want to know more about power zone training. And we believe that that is best handled within our group. The podcast approach is not for me and I'm uncomfortable sharing specifics that may violate the privacy of others and that are that are involved in the power zone pack and the website. That said, I take any and all feedback seriously and I think the majority of questions our writers have will be answered in the coming weeks as we return our focus to providing a place of support and encouragement for all things power zone training related. So that's the end of the statement. Just go ahead and and make your own conclusions. And also in the month of July, you can use the clip out code at stronger you to figure out how many macros were in that word salad. <laughs> Being right along Yeah uh, <laughs> Semi-related to Power Zone Actually uh, Paul Amden Is the uh, gentleman Who created M-Paceline Which You know Before this whole Chaos started was the app that most people use because uh, it's it caters to anybody who has an iPhone. There is also an Android app that is called Power Zone Plus that is is created by somebody different. But I wanted to bring this up because I thought it was a cool new feature. It's called Impace Line. That is the name of the app, and there is a new graphing feature. It's called Real Time Power Zone Graphing. So it just came out in version two point nine, and when you use it, it it literally is creating your graph as you record your ride. So you can see it in real time Uh, So a great new addition I really appreciated that when I went out to the website All of his different versions were there And I was like getting all the details Of all the different things that he has Because since I don't have iOS right. I can't I can't see it Myself right, so you can't sample it was Really helpful to have that explanation and So you can find that out at uh, Mpaceline it's megasoftware.com Mpaceline and then it has all the newest features We'll have that link at facebook.com Slash the clip out as well you can also Find uh, all of this information he Posts within data junkies so The peloton data junkies that we talked About last week mm-hmm. uh, Paul Is there if if you are there and I, I'm I don't know but I think he's Still in the power zone Pack so you could probably find him there As well there is a uh, second tread challenge starting 
Zoom? Yes, it is. And uh, we had kind of we had talked about this uh, on the last one, but I wanted to let everybody know that it is the registration for the teams closes on the 5th, which is when this airs again. So if you were interested in it, get on it. There, there'll probably be a little bit of a, a layover. Like they're not going to be like a hard stop, you know. Right. But um, but I just wanted everybody to know it was out there. This is the one we talked about that is hosted in the RK Solid group, which is Rebecca Kennedy's group. And Tammy Haber is the person who is actually hosting the challenge. It, this first one was wildly successful. People had a great time doing it. Definitely want to check it out. We had a sports celebrity in studio. Yeah. I know that because it says that here. Yes. Since it's sports related. I'm not going to lie. I had to do some research. I had to I had to research and I had to ask somebody about this because I knew who I did not know who this guy was. Yeah. But I did know that everybody thought it was a big deal. So well, that, so that's important. Cam yes. Newton. I am familiar with his figs. Okay, that's a different kind of thing. Oh, okay. That's not that's no not relation. The, no. He doesn't have his own brand of cookies. No. Well, he should. He's pretty tall. I don't oh, think he, he wouldn't, he, fit, he in the wouldn't tree. fit in the tree. He wouldn't fit in the tree. No. Okay. So he is. Uh, <laughs> a lot of you already know this, but this is news to me. He is the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Yes. Yes. And he was recently in the Peloton studio with Alex Toussaint. And the interesting thing is that he posted, well, Alex, I guess, posted on Instagram, can't wait to show people what they created. And I am real curious about what they created. I bet you it's uh, paper mache. You think? I bet you it's like a little arts and craft project that they worked on hmm. in between rides. Yeah, that seems sensible. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe like like a little paper boat. <laughs> Why a boat? Who doesn't like boats? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, when I talked to uh, the admin, Gina Mitchell, who she's the admin for the Feel Good Fam, okay. which is Alex's tribe, uh, she indicated she would suspect that it probably would be around football season. I was like, yeah, that's pretty smart, Gina. That makes, that makes sense. That seems... Sensible Yeah It's like so Stay tuned for that To be continued Yes And there was a little tweak To the music That we meant to mention Last week But we got distracted Because uh, there was Something shiny in the room Yeah uh, Pretty much It looks like GNR is back It does It does Yeah So I, I wanted to mention it When I talked about JJ's last ride And I just It just totally slipped my mind But uh, she had two Guns N' Roses songs on it And then whenever I took Jen Sherman's uh, Epic sing-along That happened the Sunday After JJ's final ride Jen Sherman had a Guns N' Roses song on on that ride as well. So Guns N' Roses is officially back in the rotation, at least a few of their songs. I don't know if it's the whole catalog because it's song by song, as we know. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. But uh, I was excited to have him back. So very cool. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Skype a phone is Peter Gone. Hey Peter, how's it going? Hi Chris. Hi Tom. How are you guys? <laughs> Good. How are you? Great. Thanks. So we don't we don't get to talk to uh, West Coasters that often. So is it? Uh, are you having a nice afternoon there? <laughs> it's really quite nice. Peloton doesn't think of the West Coasters very often. There's my dig at Peloton. Only one dig at Peloton. <laughs> but after about eight o'clock, we get all those twenty minute rides, while the East Coasters get all the forty fives and the nice sixty. And stuff like that I really do think That it's going to change When they have like A whole bevy of UK instructors I I really do I believe so Yeah I think so It's just that's the only thing Is like you know Eight o'clock It's like gosh We have a 20 minute Two 20 minutes It's like ugh Yeah it's not the same It is what it is Yeah totally I get that But you get the weather So shut up Fair enough. Yeah, we don't quit whining, you West Coasters. Yeah. We're kind of tofuish out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Peter, how did you originally find Peloton? Well, well, it's kind of a fun story for me. I was kind of going through some health stuff prior. I would say maybe about eight months or so. We can kind of circle back to that and it'll dovetail perfectly. But I was kind of eating up fitness for better part of a year. I mean, I had a weight loss journey in the process and so forth. And I got a card in the mail because they were opening one in Washington. And I got a um, one of the mailers said this Peloton thing. I said, God, what the heck is that? I've never spun in my life. But you know, I play competitive tennis um, on tournament level. So I kind of thought, I was like, hey, that'd be kind of fun. 
so what do you do when you don't know anything about you YouTube it? <laughs> um, I YouTube it and I found this one instructor and there was very, very few back then in 2017. I think the instructor's name was Moses, as I recall. And it looked kind of fun. The lights were kind of bright. There were no students in the class and it looked okay. It wasn't a big screen. It was the old model screen back then. And I said, that would be kind of cool. So you kind of go dovetail into the next guy. There's a guy out here in Seattle called Seattle Saddle. I don't know if you've ever seen him. It's kind of a bit of a YouTube peloton. Yeah, Don. Yeah. I kind of followed his journey. I said, God, this looks awful fun. It's music. It's fitness. But the community stuff, that was black hole still stuff for me. I said, you know, it's fitness and music. That's kind of cool. So I ordered the bike sight unseen because our store wasn't open. And the store was opening, give or take, maybe about three weeks after I bought it online. Okay. So if the store opened, the bikes were still not delivering. I went out there and I met um, Cody and Hannah were out in the local store and met them. And God, they're just adorable. I mean, that's Cody. I mean just the, the ambassador, whoever hired these people are genius. They have not missed with a single instructor. They're, you know, they're very pleasant to the eye. First of all, they're incredible brand ambassadors and they're sweet as can be. I mean, they're very genuine. It comes off to me. It's not fake. So I uh, got to meet them and I was excited. Uh, I didn't ride that day because it was a grand opening. And then about a week later, I was one of the, I would say the first 20 people that got the bike in Washington. That's cool. And away it came. Wow. Wow. So that was that was in 2017. Is this like late 2017, early 2017? It was, it was June of 2017. And they still had, they had a pellet, the New York representatives, because it was so new in the area. The New York reps were out here kind of training the XPO people. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I had the director of logistics in my house delivering with them. So he made the experience <laughs> obviously Cadillac for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and away it went. I've never put on spin shoes, never clipped into a bike, but awful excited because, I, like I said, I was kind of just eating up fitness back then. That's cool. First of all, that means that your Pelloversary is like right about now, right? Because this is right about now. Okay, all right. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. that was two years ago. So what? What kind of fitness level were you? You said you had never spun, but like, were, and you also said you had played tennis. So like, where were you in right. your fitness life at that point? Probably as good as fitness shape as I've been in probably 20, 30 years. As you know, when you have kids, you kind of lose a little bit of focus with your health. And I did over a period of 20 years. And then I got a bit of a health scare. And we can kind of come back to that later. So I, in that period, I got with a personal trainer and worked with a trainer for two days a week. And I played competitive tennis so uh, probably four to five times a week. Wow. So I, I was really, um, I leaned out quite a bit. So my fitness level was really good at the time. So when the bike came, I thought, God, I'm going to tear this thing up. I'm going <laughs> to be top of the leaderboard type of guy. <laughs> Little do you know, fitness and spinning and cardio just don't go hand in hand. <laughs> so you didn't shoot to the top of the leaderboard instantaneously? Oh, gosh, no. So, you know, you get on that, you, know, you try, everybody goes, and, okay, let me just do a beginner ride. So you do 20 minutes, you try to follow the, all the instructions. And it's like, hold holy shit, this is hard. <laughs> like, God, it was like terrible. So I kind of said, okay, this is hard and it's hard on your ass. I mean, it's really hard. <laughs> so I called my, my, my trainer and who's a triathlete. She's done a number of Ironman. And I said, is your butt supposed to hurt this bad? And she goes, do yourself a favor, go get padded shorts. And that solved that whole thing that you see on the OPP quite often. People complaining about body parts. <laughs> I, I just took the method of toughen up. It will be fine. <laughs> you, know, you know, funny, it's been two years. I still wear it just as a, a matter. It just it feels better. Yeah. I so, mean, if it works, it works. That's that's the important yeah, thing. Call me a wussy, but man, my, I'm a tender ass. I mean, that hurts. <laughs> so was the so, was your personal trainer? Uh, were they? Was she worried when you got a bike? Was she like, uh oh, clocks ticking? She kind of was. She she did say she goes, "Are you going to kind of lose me?" And I said, "Oh gosh, no." 
the trainer part, you know, we've become such dear friends. You know, she was part of the whole journey when I decided to kind of get in better shape. So she's as, as good a friend as, you know, anybody these days for me. That's awesome. So tell us about tell us about your weight loss journey and your fitness or your health scare. Like what what exactly happened? If you don't mind. Okay, so I don't mind at all. In 2016, I, and I, I hope I inspire and I have, I, I, I do a number of speaking and in front of groups. In about 2016-ish, I was diagnosed type 2. I was probably... See, I was 53 years old then. Um, and I kind of knew, you know, I was probably overweight. And I have a family history. My grandfather and father are diabetic. So going to the doctor and I, you know, just like any 53-year-old, you don't do your annual checkups. And my wife was just all over me like a cheap suit. Go get your checkups. So I went in and got the diagnosis about a week or so later. I thought you're still kind of invincible then. But got the diagnosis and I was just totally just freaked out. I mean, what does it mean? Am I going to have to get shots every day? Because I've seen my father take insulin over years. So that just spooked me at all kinds of heck. But they just tell you, type 2, come in in a week. So in that week's time, you don't know what you're up against. You know, you don't know if you're dying or what have you. So they give you your numbers about a week later. And they said, okay, you got to get on a, a lower carb diet. You better increase your kind of your activity and fitness level. And that's where it started. So it was a diagnosis going there. So I met with nutritionists after that. And each meal, you're only kind of, I guess, allowed 45 grams of carbs. Now, I had no idea what carbs were back then. And, <laughs> and I didn't read labels, obviously. So I did. And you don't realize how little 45 grams of carbs per meal is. Yeah, it's not much. Um, it, you know, that's barely a six inch subway, just the bread part. Yeah. It's like, good grief. How am I going to live with this? Yeah. Uh, how did you? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, well, you know, I'm one where if you get kind of, I'm kind of always one, it's like, okay, if it is what it is, let's kind of go at it pretty hard. So I did, you know, and I drove my family crazy. I drove my wife crazy. I mean, I barely, if I was allowed 45, I would get like 30 grams of carbs, which is absolutely nothing. I mean, that's like, like half a bowl of small bowl of rice. I was like, did you just look so, at the carbs and then that was it? That's all you got? <laughs> I said, that's it. You know, I, I stopped. Yeah, I wasn't a big drinker anyways, but I stopped drinking. I wasn't a big pop drinker, but I just stopped pop all the way and just watched what I started eating. So as you said, okay, that's cold turkey. This is basically, lack of a better term, I just went cold turkey and stopped, just stopped eating carbs for the most part. Wow. And so you were probably and, dropping weight and, like crazy because I, when I did that, like, I mean, I drop weight like crazy when I, I wouldn't go over 20 a day. Ooh, that's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. He, he still does that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And, and it, you're right. You know, you eat that little of carbs. There's no magic formula. You don't eat carbs and you, you know, lower your sugar. Weight was peeling off. I literally, and I bet in the first uh, month or so, I lost 20 pounds. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, I was still doing a, a ton of fitness, so the weight was peeling off. It's like, holy crud. You know, I was kind of freaking out my wife, driving her nuts, because she goes, okay, we're having this. And I was like, well, I ain't that. Yeah, I'm not eating that. I mean, no way. <laughs> so I was a bit of a pain in the ass when, when it came to dinner time and meals and stuff like that. So, but yeah, the weight started coming off. So in a matter of about six months, I lost 50 pounds. Wow. Wow. And you had yeah. already so been the, losing pretty well from working out, right? You know, funny no. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of, kind of not. You know, I was still playing competitive tennis. I, the weight stayed on. It wasn't until the food part of it where weight really started peeling off. Interesting. That's, there's no magic to it. It's not what you're, the fitness level is not going to keep up with what you're putting in your face. And I get that. It's I guess I just thought if you hadn't been working out much and you started working out, I guess I just assumed. Yeah, there would be a calorie deficit. Yeah, you would. But I guess if that made you hungrier and you ate more, then there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I think yeah. so. It was really, I think, you know, you, you pin it to where the amount of carbs I was eating. Because as soon as the carb intake kind of lowered, that's when the weight started to kind of just melting off. So you didn't really focus on, once you changed over to lowering your carbs, you didn't change necessarily the amount of calories you were consuming. It was just all about the, the structure of the, like what you were eating. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I would never look at fat content. I would never look at calories or anything like that. It was just a matter of protein and lowering your carbs, basically. Wow. Um, so you, you see as keto and stuff and, and, and the kind of the fad diets now or diet's a bad word, but some of the, the programs now. Yeah, that's what kind of what I started. So what is a typical meal? Like, because it doesn't sound very fun without carbs. <laughs> Not going to lie. 
no, no. It's you know, it, it you know, I still I've gone back. I'm not that I'm not that much of a lunatic over now since 2016. <laughs> um, you know, I, yeah. It's my wife would just. I mean, I'd, she'd cut my throat if it was three years of this nonsense. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's you know, it's I watch what I eat. I you know, I don't take my blood sugar anymore. I didn't have to about oh, 18 months in. Wow. He said, you know, you're kind of the model guy. Don't change anything. Don't you don't need to take your blood. I'm still on medication just as a precaution. So my meals are regular, mostly. I don't eat a ton of salads. You know, I'm not a rabbit by any means. <laughs> you know, I have your your proteins, your fishes, and, and and things like that, and just just lower carbs. Okay. Okay. But I'm not that anal about what goes in. I don't read labels like I used to. Well, you probably also have kind of, you don't need to. Uh, you, like, you kind yeah. of already know. You, you can, you get to a point where you look at something, and you just go, oh, that's carbs. <laughs> well, that's just it, Tom. No, totally. I yeah. mean, you kind of get a feel for it. So a donut's probably not a good yeah. idea. You look, you, yeah. You look at something and you're like, I just gained like half a pound. Oh, carbs. But I know I know well, when Tom is it. like in his, his diet mode, he doesn't eat any kind of carb. Like there's really, it's really just protein. And, and so I'm just curious, like since you're kind of in this zone of like maintaining what what do you eat for like enjoyment? You know what I mean. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I was never a big sweet person anyway. So desserts were, you know, removing those from kind of my diet was not a big deal or not a big loss for me. Bread, bread and rice. Okay, I mean those were kind of things that yeah, I'd love to have. You know, a big honking sandwich, but I don't. I have half a sandwich or a big bowl of rice or a couple of, you know, portions of rice. I'd love to have that, but I just don't. I just know better and, um, you know, do, you know, complement it with more veggies or, and a, and a bigger piece of protein. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it works for me. You know, do I go off and do something and maybe have a, a drink now here and there? Sure. Yeah. Back then I did not. Right. So, so like when did you kind of switch was, was when the doctor said, okay, you don't need to like take your blood sugar anymore. Was that when you kind of loosened up the reins a little bit on your diet or was that different? Was there a different reasoning and time frame for that? Uh, I just kind of knew my blood wasn't, I wasn't moving the needle very much anymore by losing weight or lowering my carb intake. It was just, you know, the needle, I was so below normal of what would be type two that I just, you know, I was, it was just the stack. Okay. Uh, my weight was static. Uh, the number of my blood sugars were static. So I started to introduce a little bit more here and there. And if I overindulge, I would back off. Okay. And I would just know better. Yeah, I would, you know, I do my appointments every six months with my um, GP. So I, I know where I'm at most often than not that's that's so cool i mean 50 pounds is nothing to sneeze at that and especially over six months was that like your total weight loss or did you like that was just the beginning and then you lost more because either way it's really that was, cool that was the beginning from when i started when i decided okay that's enough of this nonsense and <laughs> and the diagnosis and you saw the pictures yeah. i mean people see the pictures and they go holy heck right. what the hell i mean that's you're not even the same person anymore yeah like you you look like in the before picture it was like you put on a a big suit on top of you like that's it's unbelievable <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely you you know your joints feel better and you guys hear it your feet feel better your knees joints whatever um it all feels better and then you get addicted and say hey gosh you look fantastic <laughs> you know, no one gets tired of that yeah the best uh the best compliment when you're losing weight like that is when you get someone that's like are you okay? <laughs> Is your health okay? Yeah. Are you sick? Yeah. I'm like, Are you sick? Yeah. yeah. I'm doing that good. I never got that. <laughs> I never got that, thankfully. Like, my, drove my wife crazy because I started by, you know, you have to get a new wardrobe because your clothes, you can't take in suits and slacks and, and things. So I had to get new clothes. So she would get me a couple pairs of pants and jeans and then I'd kind of melt out of those she goes okay this nonsense has to stop this is getting expensive <laughs> um, so while it was fun to get a new wardrobe i kind of had to steady things anyways and i was at a point where okay this is where i want to be you finally you wanted to stop having to wear kirkland jeans 
Oh God, Tom! Yes, seriously, she would bring home stuff from Costco all the time. Right. Like, like, you're getting the fourteen dollar pair of jeans until you figure out where you're landed, Mister. <laughs> Is oh, absolutely. When when I was doing my major portion of my weight loss, it was like I was doing all those like uh, boxes that you can rent the clothes because I was just like, well, I don't want to like buy all this clothes for work, and then I and then I go down to ne- the next size, so I would just rent the yeah. clothes. <laughs> exactly, and like most guys, we don't like to try on clothes you would bring stuff home okay try these on it's like no i hate trying on clothes it'll be I just, fine that's, my, that's what, that's what <laughs> yeah, guys always like, say it, it fits it fits stop already yeah so that was kind of my kind of you know bark back was you know i, I don't want to try on anything more so i whined so what's your go-to when you've decided today's a day where i'm not low carbing it huh that's a good question. I've never even thought of that. What? I might have like little. Yeah, I've never really think Wait, about I, that. We're done you know, here. I'm not <laughs> talking to you anymore. No, that, that's that's kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah, that's really sad. It's um, great. If that- I go crazy, maybe more bread, maybe more rice or something like that. But I'm um, like I said, I wouldn't go out to have like an ice cream bar. I wouldn't go out to you know have a big dessert because I've never been that type of person. Oh, I would have potato chips. Take that back. Okay. Oh, I love okay. potato chips. There we yeah, go. Yeah, that's kind of your. Yeah, if you're gonna splurge. Yeah, my, my kind of demon is potato chips. Oh, yeah. Potato chips are good. My my demons are oh, everything. Oh. Anything with carbs in it, I love it. <laughs> That's why she loves me. Exactly. <laughs> so um, did you did you ever go through a period where you, like, tracked other other macros? Do you now? Like, cause, I mean, that's kind of a fad, too. Like, you were talking about keto diets and stuff, but there's also a lot of macro tracking these days. So you, do you do anything with that? I don't. I don't. You know, I don't even track anything anymore. Wow. Wow, that's so cool. Um, you know, I just you just know. Okay. Okay. Well, some people yeah. just know. Yeah. Not everyone just knows. Hey, but like you said earlier, you <laughs> well, get to a point where you, you do. Yeah. You, do. <laughs> you do, but you know, some people know, but they they're going to splurge anyway. Uh, I mean, so, I'm but bad. I, I just know and I don't. It's yeah, yeah it's hard. It's hard for me cuz it's like, oh, but it tastes so good. Like I think I think the fact that you're not big on sweets is super helpful for you because I yeah. really enjoy eating sweets. Like it's just amazing. And so it's hard for me sure. to like say no to it. Oh, no question. <laughs> <laughs> no question. I'm very lucky. I mean, would I love to? Absolutely. I just don't. Yeah. Because it's, you know, I, I'd love to have it, but mm, it's okay. It is what it is. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Jealous. I'm very yeah. jealous of that. Definitely. It, it, what about, do you work with your trainer still? Like you said, you were friends with, with her, but are you still working with her? I I don't. You know, her schedule changed. She moved away. and She still kind of frequents, um, you know, Washington now. But I don't anymore. I still play tennis about, oh, probably four to five times a week. You know, these are all ex-college type players. So it's very high level. And then I ride the bike. So, so those are kind of my two pleasures right now. So did your time with the personal trainer, did that end when she moved away? Or did you have to have an awkward conversation? You know, funny. She started to see me miss more and more. It's like, okay making excuses where I'm going to miss because she, yeah, you know, so she kind of knew we were running this course, right? It was two years and she knew, I think she emailed me and said, you're missing more and more. Something's going on. I said, yeah, you know, it's just, it's not as working for me as much. Um, and so we kind of had a, I wouldn't say divorce, but, that's <laughs> but we had a breakup. So, but we're still very dear friends and she still asked about my health and I, you know, she, I tell her when my blood sugar comes in and, you know, so we do communicate quite often. I mean, they become, a big part of your life I mean she did with me That's cool Yeah I was just thinking Yeah That you know That has to be An awkward moment When you, you're kind of like I don't know that I need A personal trainer anymore But you I'm sure if they're decent You've developed A, a friendly relationship And then it, you have that moment Of like Oh are we really friends Or was I yeah. Were you just nice <laughs> Because it's your job well, To be nice Because yeah. right. you know I mean? like, I'm paying you Yeah, yeah Exactly Because <laughs> I'm paying you <laughs> Yeah Yeah Is my something an hour Really my friend Or your friend right. Exactly. Right. Yeah it's a, it's a It's a weird dynamic It is so, so you're Oh absolutely Absolutely But she knew Because like I said She knew I was going in For my blood work And she'd be the first one 
before my family, uh, <laughs> would text me, what are your numbers? So <laughs> I think it was quite genuine. That's awesome. It sounds it. So, it does. But now you're yeah. divorced and she got custody of the carbs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Skinny shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so you ride your bike a lot, obviously. And tell us, tell us about this mileage maniacs group. Okay, so going back, I got the bike in June, and like everybody else, you buy the bike for fitness and the music and and so forth, but the Facebook community is something that was way off my radar. I had no idea the influence and how connected it was back in 2017, even then, uh, more so now. So what do people, you kind of go on Facebook, you search Peloton, you come up with, you know, the OPP. And in 2017, it was quite tame, as you remember. It's not the dumpster fire it is now. Definitely. So, yeah. So I got on there and you found some groups. You find all the instructor pages, which were fantastic. And everybody's so helpful. And then I stumbled. I don't know how I stumbled on the Miners Made Ants, but I found them and I joined it. You know, there's an approval process. You got to, you know, see if you have a bike and your leaderboard name and so forth. So I joined it. So that was in June. And the Maniacs were formed in... April of 2017. So just before I got the bike. Okay. It was the creation of Nicole Grady. She was kind of formed it and she wanted an accountability group that was motivational, inspirational, and that also tracked mileage on the bike. And it dovetailed into a spreadsheet that auto calculates your rides, your totals. And so you set your monthly goal and it would kind of backtrack and, and deduct each mileage goal each day. So it was like, a, if you will, a spreadsheet calendar that tracked all your mileage and um, what you had. So that's how I found it. And in August, they asked me to be an admin. And I said, I've never been a Facebook admin before. What does that need to do? <laughs> so, yeah, what, I don't know. what that, She says, well, we need some help with spreadsheets. And I said, okay, I can help with that. That'd be great. So I became kind of the, if you will, and they they, they call me the spreadsheet bitch. <laughs> so whenever somebody would sort it or screw it up, I would have to go in and fix it. So that became kind of my role. And, and it was three of us, uh, Nicole, Steve, Dana Miller, and myself for the longest time before we started adding Advents. But the group back then might have been, I think, two to three hundred people. OK. Now I think we're up to about seventeen hundred. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so we have, it is amazing. You know, obviously, with, you know, the, the growth of the bike and the community, you've seen on most of these pages, you know, exponentially grow. I mean, look at the OPP, if you will. So it's OPMP. Is that what it's called now? Yes. Only to Peloton employees. Everyone yeah. else calls it the OPP. Right. <laughs> I know, isn't, that just, isn't that just silly? I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, that's 150,000 people. Yeah, I think it's up to 180 now. I think it's 180,000. Well, that's just staggering. It is. Yeah. And and you and you get the feel. I mean, you go in there. I mean, you've got to wear five, you know, flame retardant gear. You do. If you're going in there with any sort of questions. And it didn't used to be that way, which is kind of sad. It is. Yeah. And and there's a lot of really nice people there. It's just that the, the jerks, they like to just comment oh. on everything. And yeah, there's trolls. Definitely. So circling back to the maniacs, we are really, you know, I, I, I see all the groups. We are an incredibly positive group. You know, we have daily motivational posters. So each person is assigned a day of the week and they come up with about four or five pictures and a motivational type of message that says, get on your bike, you know, and, and some, some, some to that effect. Just to get on your bike, uh, quitters never fail. And they quote some things like John Wooden, so to say. So that's every day. There's a motivational poster, and there's always people posting rides, encouraging. So I find it, and I'm biased because I'm there more often than not. <laughs> it is an incredibly positive community of, you know, 1,700 people strong that are, you know, become friends and family. I mean, for lack of, I mean, kind of corny, but, you know, I wake up in the morning and you message each other and you say good morning. I mean, they are your friends. No, I totally, I totally get that. I mean, I, I feel like I've managed to uh, create those relationships with a lot of people in different groups, and Peloton is just kind of magical with that that friend glue that it does. <laughs> I, and I don't think that, you know, I don't think they, they imagined that kind of dynamic. 
to blossom like that. I don't believe so. And if they did, they're genius no. more than they are now. No. I don't think they um, did. I think they certainly benefited from it. And they certainly, once they realized what was happening, leveraged it, leveraged and fostered it. But I, I don't think that they thought, oh, and we'll launch a Facebook page and that'll be the magic bullet. Right. You know, I mean, in fact, right. it was a, you know, you probably know the history, but it was it was a writer that created it, it was Deb Mahan, Mahan or Mahan. And uh, she she ended up giving them the Facebook page. So I, I definitely don't think that they had envisioned that. I agree with you. Such an opportunity for them and how it's blossomed. I mean, it's 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 a fitness equipment, but. The bigger part of the community and the groups and the people you meet, that's the cherry on top. My gosh. I mean, these people are, you know, I used to say, hey, you know, they're like my friends. Well, they're not like your friends. You talk to them more than your <laughs> friends. They are your friends. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so. it, but it can be a, uh, a weird dynamic in that you have this huge social circle, but like they don't necessarily live near you near you. No, no, they're all over the United States. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of fun, and it goes into a fun story. So I've been in New York and the studio 10, 12 times, even from Seattle. So we go out to New York quite often. So going to the studio, it was one of somebody's, I think it was... I think it was either a Maniacs HRI or it was Fast Times. But I go in there. So we're walking to it. And my wife and I, we were staying in Times Square. We're walking to close to the studio. There was a, a place we're meeting up. And I kind of had to explain to her. I go, okay, these people are loons. I mean, they're <laughs> lunatics. I mean, they'll meet you and you're. We're, I'm already friends with these people. She didn't really understand the dynamic that these people you talk to on a regular basis. So it took 20 minutes, 25 minute walk from times. I took 25 minutes to kind of explain. Brace, brace um, her. <laughs> how, how, yeah, how, how weird we are, right? <laughs> I mean, you both are in the community, so you understand. But if somebody, she doesn't ride, she doesn't participate in the pages. So to kind of describe how crazy we are. I mean, yeah. That's a tough... It, it is because it's like I work with people who don't ride. And so I'll be talking about like, I'm going to go to New York. And so you wait a minute, you're going to New York to ride a bike you already have at home with people you've never met. Like that's... Say so what? Yeah, they don't get it. It it, it does sound they're, crazy. They're your friends. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. imagine yeah, how it, the people I work yeah. with feel. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're going it to New York a, to not ride I a bike. A bike. <laughs> yeah, you're going to New York to not ride a bike that you own at home <laughs> with exactly. people that do ride the bike. Like, yeah, yeah. They're pretty well, stumped. Exactly. It's hard to describe. It, it is. really is. It's a very unique um, thing. The connection. Yeah. So what yeah. happened? What happened after you braced oh, her? So, so we go, okay, so we get, we get to the bar and there's, you know, I would guess maybe 60 people there. Uh, so I can't remember who it was. They come up to, they said, oh my gosh, you're Peter G. And I said, yeah, because I had my name tag on you. And my wife is sitting there, you know, kind of, I'm introducing her and she goes, your husband's famous. <laughs> I said, oh, shit, this is just awkward. She, my wife doesn't think I'm more famous than a doorknob. So I said, she goes, well, yeah, I guess. Um, so go to the next person. Oh, yeah, you're, you're this guy. You do, you do the pillow pacing. You do this. And I was like, oh, God, because I don't tell my wife everything on, you know, that's going on in <laughs> Peloton. I mean, it's just you, you think I'm weirder than I already am. So, uh, well, if your uh, if your wife is going to discover your secret life, there are worse ones she could discover. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Tom. I'm going to tell her that yeah. she, she walks in. Tom told me I'm not that weird. <laughs> She's going to be like, who the hell is Tom? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Tom? Exactly. She's like, oh, another one of your imaginary Peloton. Peloton friends, great. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they are. We're just. We, we are real people. Just be honest. Yeah. Oh, so funny. So yeah, that was my story. Going to for the first year. Now she doesn't go to the parties. You know, she just say, hey, "You go. You have a good time." Because it's like a high school reunion, right? You know, if you're the the odd man, third wheel out, it's no fun. So she doesn't go to the parties as much anymore. So she doesn't ride at all. Uh-uh. Wow. No. The only one that rides is me. My daughter's rode twice. You know, she's 24. She's rode the bike twice because her boss rides. So she wanted to impress her. So she got on the ride with her boss <laughs> twice and hasn't rode since. So it's just me. I'd... <laughs> Kids. <laughs> oh, I know exactly, right? Yes. Uh, and spouses. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah but- I think his wife sounds very sensible. 
<laughs> I know, Tom. How do you get? I mean, that's really hard. I mean, how do you not ride? I'm with the pressures of everybody that calls in every week and razzes you. I mean, how do you not? I mean, it's you have the will staying willpower of a mule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does. Because I, yeah. I, no. I don't like movement. Yeah. Oh, I get it too, Tom. I, I can sit on the couch just as well as anybody else. And not eat you a know. piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what do you think makes Mileage Maniacs different? I mean, obviously you guys are an accountability group. You're tracking. Right. But like what, what makes it different than the other accountability groups? Is it the connection? Is there something else or what do you think? No question. It's the daily motivation and inspiration. I mean, if someone will post a ride, I'm, you know, I'm struggling or my numbers, people or I need a ride partner. There's always somebody that jumps on and says, hey, let's ride together. The inspiration, the motivation that comes with the group, people are just so genuinely nice. We've had, you know, sickness and, you know, sadly, people pass that have been members and people have um, had, we had somebody have a heart surgery, just people's unconditional, you know, kind of stepping in to help has really touched a number of people. And I think that's kind of bred into what Maniacs is all about. That's a lot about what we do. Um, the, the the challenges, you know, we have something that's called a pyramid ride every month where you go up and down, you do a 20-minute ride, 30, 45, then you come back down the backside of the period with a 30, 25, and so on. We've had a group of people Right in the studio, they call themselves the Daily Dozen. They wrote all 12 rides live in the studio. Wow. <laughs> Can you believe day. that? I would love to do that. That would be crazy. That would be so fun. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some high, high mileage people in the group, people that ride up to 1,500 miles a month. There's people that ride 1,000 and down to maybe 100 to 200. But Everybody has been always supportive. It's not, it's, you know, lack of a better term, you doing you is, is, is really prominent in our group. It's like, who cares if you can do 1500? I'm going to help you or I'll ride with you or, you know, if you're struggling, I'll, I'll be there for you. So that's kind of what we're all about. So do you guys still accept new members? And, and if you do, like, are you looking for a particular kind of person or is, is everybody welcome? How does that work? Yes, we, really, we don't. You just have to belong to a Peloton group. You have to have an active profile. That's about it. There's about three questions we ask on the front end on approval, and they're really not that big a deal. If you're kind of got a heartbeat and you're not a total douche, you're in. <laughs> got it. Uh, we've never, well, we had to kick out one person out of the group way back when as we kind of sleuth things out. The guy was an adult film star, so oh. that's the only to this day person that we had to remove from the maniacs. But other than that, if you behave yourself, and I think the kind of the, the, the general vibe on the group polices itself. Got it. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. So was the, adult, was the adult film star doing something wrong or... Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay, kinda. <laughs> it wasn't just because of his occupation; like he was. Oh gosh! Okay, okay. we're not that. I just I didn't uh, think that it was, and I thought we should probably clarify that, or yeah. people are going to be like, "Well, what do you care what he does for a living?" You yeah, know what I mean? so it wasn't. I, it wasn't what yeah. he did for a living. Yeah. It was what he did on the page that was related to what he did for a living. No. Gotcha. I take it. Yes. No. Yeah. No, we're, we're not. We're not Christian ride uh, Peloton ride guys. We request every Friday. Yeah. No, we're not that. Wait, wait, all those. People are in those movies are married, right? <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> no, you can't do that kind of stuff when you're not married. Oh goodness! <laughs> Moving right along. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moving forward. Uh, hey, you're not going to make me blush, Tom. You can keep on going if you like. And maybe Crystal, but not me. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> so, do you have a tread at all? I don't. You know. I tried running. I, I thought it was kind of cool to run. I've bought probably, if I'd run for a little bit, then, then it would start to hurt. I'd go buy another pair of running shoes and say, okay, maybe this will inspire me. Well, I probably got five outings and eight pairs of shoes. So that tells you how much I like running. So I was I, I was just kind of curious how, how the mileage maniacs kind of like, you know, dovetails in with, uh, you know, the tread, tread and, and other yeah. other 
Great question. Great question. So our kind of mantra is all miles count, whether it's on a road bike, whether it's on a tread, whether you're outdoor running, you can add those to your Peloton miles that you're doing on the bike itself. So very liberal. We, we want make people to make, you know, feel good about themselves. So if you did, you know, 20 on the bike and ran five, shoot, that's exercise. Um, hats off. Come on, bring it on your, your, um, for your goal in a month. So can I count my car? Is that absolutely <laughs> sure? Why not? Some people asked. I bet they've asked. <laughs> well, Tom probably gets more miles than I do now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> well, you, you drive to work too. <laughs> but I did order the tread. I'll be very honest. I, I ordered the tread, you know, two hours or an hour into when it came on the website. But then as we got close and I got the email from them, it's here, it's going to be delivered. I canceled because, <gasps> like, like, you know what? It's going to be a $4,000 coat hanger. So I said, nah, let's not do this. This is kind of silly. You don't like running. I get my running in on the tennis court. I don't need the pounding. So I kind of canceled, which shocked a bunch of people because it is a beautiful piece of machinery, as you know. Yes, yes. I absolutely love it. And I and I have to say, I think you would use it if you had it. But I, I mean, because they, they teach you such good form and the classes are fun, like the bike classes. So you don't think of it like running, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. Totally. Because you get the whole boot camp thing. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. That would have been kind of cool. I just thought it would be an expensive. Cause it is beautiful. It is. All kinds of um I just thought, yeah, Peter, you're just wasting money and being dumb. I so I canceled it the day I got the email. Yeah. The day I got the email, I canceled. And I was all kind of excited. And I kind of realization came. It's like, okay, this is dumb. Well, better to do that on the front end than like after you That's have it true. and then be like, oh, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No doubt about that. And hats off to you guys. I mean, people that do both, I mean, fantastic. I just, yeah, it wasn't for me. So uh, what is your leaderboard name? It's Peter underscore G, uh, G-E-E. So, you know, I couldn't do Peter G. That was taken, just like Kenny G. I, that was taken. I kind of went to derivatives or whatever, and I said, you know what? This is as close as I can get. So there was just Peter underscore G, G-E-E. That's what kind of my leaderboard name. And obviously, obviously nothing fancy, no, no other <laughs> meaning to that. The only person that would mispronounce G, they would be a hard G, was JJ. She was the only one that... that Mispronounced my leaderboard Really? Because she, she lives in France Exactly She's JJ She was a good <laughs> I'm not going to say that Anything about then Yeah No there, She's a great instructor Definitely And we all mm-hmm. We know you were just joking Yeah so. <laughs> Totally Totally No doubt about that I love all the instructors I know Often you ask Who's your favorite instructor I don't I don't have one All the instructors Are fantastic My rides go along To music themes I mean if it matches up With somebody I might want to ride with That day Half the end Fantastic But if it's not Then it's You know Whoever I mean like I said They're all good That's great Yeah, that's What that, a great attitude Yeah absolutely Do you have any advice For people that are Just getting their bike I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Um, don't take it so seriously. I mean, d- take it slow. Enjoy it. Don't, you know, go do 45 and 60 rides, 60 minute rides right off. Just going slow and get into the Facebook community. That's the best part of, I think, the experience for me is meeting the people online, helping the people online, meeting new people. Uh, if, if I can help, I mean, like I used to do pacing. Crystal, you're funny. Uh, we circle back. We met a while back, if you remember. I do. I was uh, I was actually just thinking that I needed to tell people how great at pacing you are because that was that was a PR for me. I mean, I didn't it didn't hit what uh, yes. what Rachel hit because it was back when Rachel was trying to hit five hundred. I think. And you were online with us, and that's how we met the first yeah. time. So yeah, you're you're cheering on Rachel and who's Spinny Mouse, who's become a friend, and we met because I think that's how we we met. Yeah. And, I'm still friends with, I still communicate with Rachel occasionally when I have a question or something like that, but that's the giving back. What you give in comes back, I think, a lot more in this community. And that's, that's kind of always been my thing, my philosophy in life is whatever you put in, more often than not, you get something twofold coming back. So that's been my attitude going in and I've, I've kind of, it's, nothing's been disappointing so far. I definitely agree. And, uh, and if anybody ever needs help with pacing, I can attest to you do a fantastic job. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, you know, probably, I probably pace the most people of anybody. I would, if I'm trying to think, uh, you know, I pace from 
500 up to 700. So, and the maniacs have brought in pacing to our group. So, if anybody's looking to hit a certain PR, we'll go up to eight, nine hundred. If anybody wants that number, we have people that can ride an eight, nine hundred ride and pace, you know, whatever kilojoules it will be. Whew. That's hard on. I know, isn't that nuts? Yes, yes, yeah, it they'll, is. They'll pace it, but you know these. No one's bike. These let's be serious. These the bikes differ, right? You know, I've seen people ride a two thousand ride. It's like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you're not Peter Sagan. It's like, come on, you're that's you know these guys. You're not you know Christian Vandeveld. Those get that's professional rider type stuff. You know, we're hack athletes. Exactly. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. But it is it is fun to do the pacing and it is fun to hit a new PR. So it definitely people should check it out. Unbelievably so, Crystal. You know, it's been a shared experience. I think it's as much fun for me as the people actually hitting the PR. That's cool. Oh, that's nice. That's, that yeah. is yeah. really nice. Yeah. It's great that you Absolutely. get into it. Yeah. Awesome. Very much so. So uh, where can people find you on social media? So on social media, um, you know, I don't do a ton other than kind of the Facebook community, but I'm just Peter Gon on um, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, my daughter got a puppy, so most of my Instagram is kind of the puppy. So oh, well, I'm kind of bored. Lord knows people hate pictures of puppies. <laughs> Thanks oh, for the warning. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm head over heels over this stupid puppy that, that she has. I mean, it, she calls, that's like grand puppy. My wife calls it the grand puppy. It's like, really? We're not that old. We're not that old. That's kind of like where they can find me on those two media platforms. I love that your problem with that scenario is that you're not that old. You're too old to have a grand puppy. Yeah. It's like, what? Come on now. I just like, I don't I don't feel that old and yes like yes yeah, terrible just call me you know I'm just his friend <laughs> I'm just his friend <laughs> we're just buddies right exactly um, exactly it's like the big brother program but for dogs <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think like I'm going to borrow that, Tom. Yeah. I'm taking that. I'm using that one too. Thank you. Like, I'm, I like to think of myself more as his mentor. Hey, can I call you occasionally when I need a line? Like that. We can vet it together. It's like, okay, yeah, no, an F bomb's not going to work this time, Tom. I'm sorry. I think I might have just found a new career path. Absolutely. Oh, maybe a marriage counselor after that, because yeah. Yeah, you don't want to have too many yeah. one-liners you got to let her win sometime i'm one for two so you're a funny guy tom i listen to a number you're a very witty fella you're, you're enjoyable yeah i gotta bring something to the table <laughs> fabulous well thank you so much for taking the time to join us today yes thank you this has been fun oh, my pleasure you guys hey you know before i go thank you for what you guys bring back to the community whatever i've done is is minuscule compared to what you guys and the information that you provide and bringing the community even closer together is um, thankless you guys are a, a real gem to the community oh thank you, well, thank you. that was very nice thank you so absolutely. much absolutely all right well <laughs> um have have a good night and i will keep you updated via messenger and let you know when this will post it'll probably just be a couple weeks sounds like a deal thanks you guys nice talking to you likewise you too take care cheers bye-bye Bye. So I guess that brings this one to a close so we can go enjoy beautiful downtown Hannibal. <laughs> yes, yes we can. Mark Twain and absolutely nothing else. I mean Becky Thatcher. Well, I think that falls under the Mark Twain it umbrella. It does because yeah, it does for <laughs> sure. So, uh what pray tell do you have in store for people next week? Next week we have Megan Redmond on and uh she has had quite a journey uh with a car accident and a traumatic brain injury. All kinds of fitness up and down And she is freaking hilarious Very, very much looking forward to our conversation Awesome, so uh, people have that to look forward to yes. So until then, where can they find you? Besides, of course, Hannibal <laughs> uh, Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe They can find me at on Instagram, Twitter, the bike, the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. And of course, uh, find us on Apple Podcasts where you can rate, review, subscribe. And on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. So there, that's all of that. We are now done. So <laughs> thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Keep pedaling and running. Clip in, set yourself free. 